Welcome everybody to episode 57 of Leading Ladies Corpus Christi. I'm sitting across from the CEO, por portrait photographer, and joy giver, Swat Kasham of Swat Kasham Photo Imagery. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. This is amazing. First yes. time ever. So thank you I'm for excited. agreeing and responding so quickly. What? A lot of, of times course. I'm like sitting on the edge, like, well, will they say yes? No, of course whatever. not. I'm. It's. I'm. I'm really honored, honestly. Yeah, yeah, well, I, I'm honored to be sitting across from you and just seeing your talent uh, from someone who just got back from vacation and attempted to take photos mm -hmm. using a little digital camera. <laughs> it is not easy no, to, it's to not. make it look it good. Is I, not. I gave up. It is not. Yeah, so how did you get into it? Have you been doing this your whole life? Ooh, okay, so I yes. stumbled into photography. I tell people photography discovered me. Yes, I believe because, that. Because when I was a kid, from when I was six years old and I first watched The Sound of Music, I decided I wanted to be on Broadway. Ooh. So sing, act, and dance. And I loved this, these three. And so you have I have the voice for it. You, just you think it. so? Yes, you have a great voice. Okay. I yeah. used to think I had a great voice, but I don't think I can sing anymore. <laughs> anyway, so I grew up writing songs from early on, and that's all I dreamed about. I would watch the VHS videos of ABBA oh performing. My gosh. My mom says I'll come back from school. I wouldn't even take off my backpack. I'll just put it, put in the video <laughs> and sit and watch ABBA perform. And that's what I wanted to do. Then it became watching Michael Jackson perform and just anyone I, I watch. And that's what I wanted to do. I would go to bed dreaming about singing and writing songs. Wow. And that followed me all through to my teenage years. Yes. And where and did you grow up? Nigeria. Okay. Wow. So I started going, I even started going to the studio recorded a few songs but just life happens to some of us you know and, Absolutely. and the dream gets derailed so it just didn't happen anymore and i didn't know what i wanted to do with my life because mm -hmm. that was all i knew you know that i'm one of those people it's plan a yes and if plan a doesn't work then i give up so yeah. that's how i felt like yeah. i'd given up on life mm -hmm. and then um my younger sister who worked with the leading newspaper in my city then yeah which what city in Nigeria? okay so i'm from kaduna in the north of nigeria but i lived when i became an adult in our capital city which which is abuja okay yes so that's wow. where everyone moves to to get better work mm -hmm, and all of mm -hmm. that yes yeah, so it's a sprawling city so that's where i was so she was working for one of the leading newspapers in that city and um one of her job uh titles was photographer taking pictures around the city wow yes and then she, was she into photography or did she was thinking it? about it it okay. came with it Got and it. then she wanted to go into photography so she comes by the house one day to visit me and she has the camera on her and i just pick it up you know okay just camera <laughs> and uh i she's playing with my son then and i go outside walking around the you know compound and taking pictures and i come back and i'm looking behind of course i didn't know what i was doing yeah i didn't know the the settings or anything i was just clicking away but i loved what i saw and i'm telling you it's like a switch just wow. came on and it's surprising because even before i had any idea of photography from yes. when i was in high school I looked at pictures differently. Like people would be looking at your photo album. Oh, nice, nice. I would sit and study each picture. Interesting. Ma so it's like it was always yes, there. Yes, it was always there. I just needed the nudge. Yeah. If I was around the right, maybe role models or people to speak with, I might have discovered it earlier. Yeah. So, but I but knew I feel that like it fell the way it was supposed to. I think so, Absolutely. probably. Yes. So um, I knew I used to look at magazines differently. And then one day I see this Vogue magazine, or is it Vogue or Vanity Fair? I can't remember right now. Mm -hmm. Both and huge editorials. Yes. I mean, and who's on look. the cover? Demi Moore, the pregnant. Yes, nude. I had never, never seen anything like that in my whole life. And especially coming from my culture, my society, where when you're pregnant, you're supposed to be more demure and, and whole, hide everything. Here's this woman, nude and proud. And I'm like, what mm -hmm. is this? And mm -hmm. then I found out that the photographer was Annie Leibovitz, yes. and that was it. Annie Leibovitz was my, I just loved her, you know. And then, of course, I discovered photography for myself, and then I started doing it, everything. 
you know, like most photo all photographers, when you start out, you do all the genres. Wedding, <laughs> yes, products, yes, of course, uh, everything because yeah. you think that's what you're supposed to do. But mm -hmm. I discovered everything else wasn't making me happy. Right. But portrait, that one-on-one -on -one mm -hmm. with a person, I discovered I loved that. That was my passion. I said, okay, you know what portrait it is. And you can tell, oh my gosh, your stuff is just, I, to me, and forgive me because I'm not well versed in the terminology. It's okay. But it's so like classic, like traditional, like just like the actual photo itself. Mm -hmm. The subject isn't necessarily traditional. Right. And like the garb and the makeup and that right. kind of thing, but just how you do it. I mean, yes. it just reminds me of something you would see hanging in like a manor or something. Right. I mean, it is uh, the the emotions that I that your photographs evoke in me. Yeah. And oh, I, I'm, I'm really glad to hear that, it's, that it's evoking emotion. Yes. And there's a, there's a reason behind that. In university, I studied fine art. Re oh my yes. goodness. So I, Where did you go to school? In Nigeria. Okay. I went to one of our first... Okay, so let me explain something. I'm from yes, the please. north okay. in Nigeria. And um, in Nigeria, the northerners are considered the uneducated, the wow. illiterate. They're okay. considered the people who don't like going to school is it just like a weird stereotype like, it's it's uh, it's we have it kind of with like the south yes the the southerners here are yeah. considered <laughs> backwards and yeah. unintelligent so when i hear people talking about the southerners here i i mean I, yeah. it feels like it's me because right. my people are considered that you know mm -hmm. and um so we, i went to one of the foremost universities from my side of the country, wow. Amadou Bello University. Okay. Yes, so that's where I studied um, fine art and has churned out a lot of the most amazing painters and artists in Nigeria. Oh my goodness. Yes, so I remember I met one of my lecturers one day somewhere and I, I went to the store and there he was and he's like, Swat, are you painting? I'm like, no, sir, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not painting anymore. I said, then what are you doing? I said, well, photography. And I showed him one. He said, oh, well, you're still in the arts. Yes, okay, I yes, forgive you. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, no, I know. I feel the same yeah, way. I yeah. mean, so clearly. So hold on, back up. Yeah. So did you think that you were going to paint? Did you have a desire Honestly, to? Honestly, I didn't think I would paint traditional painting. Mm -hmm. I always knew I would create some form of art but i knew i wouldn't paint exactly i'm weird i went to university to study fine art because that was the only thing i wanted to study mm -hmm. and i love that yes. because so many people feel like they need to go i don't know a different route than oh. what their heart's calling my is. dad was heartbroken he's a mechanical engineer oh wow. and me going to study fine art oh perfect example perfect example. you're going to die <laughs> you're going to starve please he begged me please study something else i said daddy this is what i want to do mm -hmm. so yeah and it never made sense to him because once again my culture if you're not studying to be a doctor exactly a lawyer an engineer mm -hmm. then you're a waste of your parents Absolutely. money yes that's how they feel you know i get that what okay so what did you study find out oh they have this look of Oh, she was, she was dumb. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, she was dumb. She wasn't intelligent. Yeah. That she had to study fine art. Here, it's, <laughs> it's psychology. If really? Study, oh, yeah. And it's it, it's one of, it, like I said, it's just one of those false beliefs that right. are kind of rampant and, and, you know, people yes. have opinions about it. Exactly. But look at you putting it to use. Oh, my I know. gosh. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, so you still weren't sure on what you wanted to do mm -hmm. whenever you went with your sister or you picked up her camera yes had you graduated already yes i okay. i was done i even i was married i had my son so it was that much harder for me Ugh. of course you're 30 something you're a mom you have oh i love that you're sharing yes right you're a mom and i would look at my friends or at least classmates from secondary school and this person is doing this, this person is doing that, this person has achieved this. And then the comparison. And here I am, I'm 30-something, and I still don't know what to do with my life because what I thought I was going to do didn't happen. So that was very hard for me, you know. Like I told you, I was always that plan A person. Mm -hmm. I, I thought at the age of 18, I would be in Juilliard, and then I would graduate, and I would be on Broadway, I'd be doing all these amazing things, traveling here, uh, so you can imagine how it, the blow to your ego. Of course. I haven't done even one thing. That's how I felt. Right, yeah. right, right. So then photography came, and I rediscovered passion, and 
something else I could do. And I always said with my music, I wanted to reach people, heal people. And it's the same thing is coming into my photography. Yes. Yeah. No, you're attracting all those things. It's just uh, via different means. Right. And I right. mean, your photos, like I said, I just stumbled upon them because wow. I just recently met Zoraida. Yeah. I saw her pictures because she was talking about her glam session. Yeah. Who took this picture? I wow. Was, I was certain that she had gone somewhere else. Wow. Because she travels. So yes, I was she certain does. she had gone to like yeah. New York or something. Yeah. She was doing the behind the scenes stuff. Right. And it was you. Yeah. And I'm just, like I said, <laughs> going to be geeking out on you because... I've never seen anything like it. Wow. Okay, so then you pick up this photo, mm -hmm. it clicks, or this yes. camera, yes. it clicks. Uh -huh. that, uh, obviously, you have an eye. I mean, so you were okay with the raw images right then Right, and there. right. Yeah, yes. so then you you picked it up and you said you right away you started pursuing all avenues of photography. Exactly. So what was your first one-on-one -on -one portrait? Okay, so I would say, um, okay, so the the... The time when the bride is getting dressed, mm -hmm. I would say was my first introduction. So I loved that capturing her, she's getting her makeup done, her friends are fussing over her, and, you know, <laughs> mom is coming into the room to stare, aunt is coming, you know, things like that. And then maybe I would tell the bride, maybe I would call her name, let's say it's you, and you're getting your makeup done now, say Brittany, and you would turn, and then I would capture <gasps> that, you know, that turn, yes. so you're not ex expecting oh, me yes, so I there's a that. rawness a realness I love that. and i discovered okay i love that moment when it feels like it's just me and her mm -hmm. in the room alone then um i would have people telling me they would like to take pictures back in nigeria so because i was now wanting to focus on portraits i would use my older son as my model oh my younger sisters oh <laughs> I worked their butts off. My younger sisters, so I would just say, um, are you free? Could you come and sit for me? And of course, and they yes. would come. And my younger sister was getting into the makeup world. So she started Excellent. working as a makeup artist. So that was perfect Absolutely. for me. I didn't have to search for a makeup artist. And it's my sister. We already have a great relationship. So mm -hmm. I can tell her, this is what I want. This is what I want. So I would do that. And people started noticing, wow, how much would it cost to have my portrait and sometimes i would just say to someone you know what i heard it's your birthday come come oh, for a free I love that. come for a free shot on me of course so yes i kept doing that and of course i knew okay swat you have to let go of everything else which was scary that is scary just the t concept of letting go right <laughs> i know because first of all in the photography world um weddings bring the most money absolutely. quicker absolutely because people justify oh yeah i can drop three thousand dollars for a wedding it's an event and i'm being celebrated you know mm -hmm. but people can't justify paying that same amount for a portrait they feel like okay it's just me mm -hmm. and i'm just sitting why would i pay so much for a portrait right so that that's what made it difficult and i'm one of those people i am so stubborn i don't care if this looks like it'll make me millions in a week i'm going to stick with this thing because this is what i love yes. this is what i know and this is what i know i'm supposed to be mm -hmm. doing yes getting a lot of money is good it really is it makes it makes i mean you want to go on vacations and yes and i i would want to yeah i mean go sit yeah, yeah i would like to go sit at annie Leibovitz's feet one day <laughs> and just hear her talk you know so and all of that is money but like i said i knew i know this is my calling yes. this is it so and that's yeah. refreshing to hear too and that's something that's common amongst the women that i have on this podcast right? is that it, it's really not about that it's, yeah. it's a beautiful uh perk yes and it comes whenever you kind of just embrace what it is you're supposed exactly. to do so exactly so thank you for that yeah so yeah Anything else you want to know about maybe the beginnings? Yes, I want to know it. Yeah, at all. Okay. And so you started off um, with the portraiture, mm -hmm. just with kind of friends and family. People yes. picked up on it yes. and they liked it. Yes. And then, so when you decided that this is this is it, I want to strictly do portraits because mm -hmm. you weren't going to do anything else, right? No, okay. no. Yeah. So yeah. then, when did it turn into a business for you? Okay. So um, it had always been a business in Nigeria. 
yes, I was getting more weddings and less portraits because like I said, people couldn't reconcile paying so much for portraits. You know? And you were willing to do the weddings at the time? Yes. Okay. Well, like pulling teeth because I was doing the weddings because that's what would pay the bills. That's what would help me have a life, you know, but it, it, it's, uh, I became like those people who have a nine to five job and wake up in the morning and hate, Oh no! they wake up in the morning and they hate going to work. And that will, that's what was happening to me with weddings. Um, I would meet the bride mm -hmm. and the groom and I would enjoy speaking with them. And I honestly, my heart would be in it and I would begin to brainstorm the, you know, the sequence of the yes. shooting for the day and the and morning it's a, full would, day. it's a full day it's oh. a full day and if you, you've never experienced nigerian weddings i i, I <laughs> wish i i wish you would experience it one day you would understand it's like a carnival so um i would wake up in the morning and i would already be wishing the day was over oh no yes yeah that's when you know so you that's make a exactly but the bride like i said dressing up and all of that i would be in my element but mm -hmm. the moment we had to go to the church and then the reception. Oh my goodness! <laughs> you know, just thinking mm -mm 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 -mm. about it. So what year was this? What year was okay, this? Okay, so I started um, photography properly. I would say 2010. Wow. Yes, 2010. Yeah, that's when I started properly with weddings and everything. Then, as soon as I knew that I wanted to focus on portraits, it, it was like serendipitous. It was. We now decided. Okay. We would like to live in the u.s okay so we yeah i was wondering how this transition yes. happened so we moved um to the u.s 2014 okay i was pregnant then with my second kid and wow. yes so we came here so it was it was a whole different thing like you come to a new country yes you have no one right no and one you're <laughs> and you're pregnant with your second kid so wow. i had a cousin here okay so that helped here in that, corpus or in the no state? she was in new jersey Got so it. we were in new jersey for a bit so it was soft landing at least i had my cousin of course and we grew up together she's basically my older sister because my parents brought her up raised her and all of that so um oh i love that though yes that, that is good you need yeah. like some sort exactly of support, familiarity. so exactly so i had a familiar face to come to and live with for a while before I, we got our own place so um and why did y'all decide to move to the states ever since this goes back to when i was a kid as well ever since i was a kid i just knew mm -hmm. that you know you have home but you know you're supposed to be somewhere else so I always knew that I wanted to live in the States. Mm -hmm. Sesame Street, watching Sesame Street. And, <laughs> oh my goodness. Just watching Sesame Street. And then I just felt there was an instant connection with my spirit that mm -hmm. that's where you belong, yes. Swat. Because your creative spirit, your creative vibe. I was that kind of the different kid that stuck out because I was different the way well, I thought. Well, you're a performer. There you yes, go. Yes, you're a performer. There you go. I, I have a good friend then, but if she if she was able to hear this, she would say, she would nod her head. She would come and meet me. Swat, I've told you, you need to move to America. <laughs> Nigeria is not for you. You are not one of us. That's how she's supposed to. She said, you're like the Americans. You need to go and live with them. You know, so, and my dad used to say that to me to growing up. I was just that different right. kid. Where you did know. you fall in the lineup? Are you the youngest? I'm okay. Well, would I call myself the middle child? We're okay. six kids. Okay. So um, I'm the third child. Mm -hmm. So I have two older brothers, a young, two younger sisters, and a younger brother. So Got I'm it. kind yeah, of the middle kid. Yes, yes. For sure. yes. Same. So same. <laughs> ah, <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> middle, middle kids. <laughs> yeah. So that that's so it just happened. I almost came to live in the U.S. when I was about eight. Oh. So this company came to Nigeria. They came to the. My, my dad worked for a textile company owned by the Japanese. Wow. So they came and they were trying to recruit workers for the U.S. Mm -hmm. So they asked for like, you know, the most hardworking or intelligent workers. And my dad was the top five picked. And they interviewed the top five guys. And they said my dad was the only one who didn't come in with a notebook to look at. He right. just came in with a pen in his yeah. pocket and they were asking him questions. Boom, mm -hmm. boom. And ready, they said, ready. okay, this is the man. Yeah. So they told him, 
a house, a job waiting for you in the US. Oh my gosh. I almost <laughs> I wanted to jump into the sky because you know you've been dreaming about this as a child and there it is. And my dad called us as a family and said, This is what's happening. They've offered him a job in the US housing and everything. I got up the performer child, of course, and started dancing and singing and dancing and singing. Yay! I'm going to go to America. <laughs> then later my dad says uh he re he let it go because he didn't want to leave his aged mother oh, alone. Wow. She Absolutely. wouldn't have been alone. His sister was there. My dad was just looking for an excuse not to <laughs> find it. I was so angry with him for many, many, many years. Wow. I felt like that, that decision you made messed up my dreams mm. because there were some dreams I just, I mean, Julia isn't in Nigeria and it made it right. difficult. So yeah. So I've always wanted to live here since I was a kid. But you made it. Yes. Finally, at the age of 39. <laughs> Hey, but the point is that you made yes, it. Yes, yes. So did you do any photography in Jersey or did you wait to get no, Corpus? No, no okay. photography in Jersey because it was a time of just getting to know the terrain, know the people and how everything works here, mm -hmm. you know. In Nigeria, you don't need a license. To drive? Uh, to have, I mean, don't need a license for photography. Oh. You don't, you don't need... I don't think I knew you needed a license uh Here. okay you don't need a license but you do need to get some some proper paperwork got done it, it. yes yes like the name of the company oh, and all of that gotcha yes to do the business right got it. so okay. you need to have all that in nigeria you could i mean you you could you should but no one's going to bother you about it you know right. so the different aspects and then just getting to know people mm -hmm. because you are new so you need to gain people's trust of course. and you need to get to know people for yourself so and then i was pregnant so i wasn't ready I to start doing all of that yeah girl oh uh, yeah when i was pregnant all i wanted to do was eat and sleep so, i mean <laughs> moving to a exactly new country, like that whole transition i know but how was the transition for you ah uh, it was hmm should I say, was it difficult? Not really in some ways. Okay. So when I wasn't doing the photography, I spent all that time on YouTube and just watching photography videos and wow. photography education, because once again, in Nigeria, I didn't have internet as much as right. I could here. Right. Uh -huh. So you so were immersing yourself in it. My goodness. I was, that's the word I was immersing myself in all the education and people I had admired from Nigeria. Now I could go and find their Ooh. videos easily and watch the process mm -hmm. and all of that. So then, um, so I was preparing. Yes, I was preparing. And then, um, we moved to Houston. Okay. Yes. I had, which to me seems like a logical move. Like if yeah. someone's going to move to Texas, you know what I mean? Yes, he, exactly. Houston. Exactly. Yeah. So I had a friend there and he's like, are you doing anything in Jersey? I'm like, nah, not really. So they hey, come down to Houston, see what, you know, the opportunities here. So I went to Houston. That was another, it was, it wasn't easy. Yeah. Funnily enough to start photography in Houston, but I, I started mm -hmm. just by sending out model calls. Oh, yes, good idea. Exactly. So yeah. I was sending out model calls and just getting, that's how you get the word out, you know, mm -hmm. just do all this portfolio building shoots and mm -hmm. all of that. Then my cousin who was in New Jersey now moved to Corpus oh, great. and she sends me a message. She says, my goodness, I'm a mover. <laughs> she says, is there anything keeping you in Houston? I said, not really. She says, okay, you know, we're the only family here in the States. Come over here and Corpus, you will like it. It's a, it's the a beach city mm -hmm. and you've always liked the beach and blah, blah, blah. So we moved and we came to Corpus and then photography really took off here. Yes. Yes. So tell me about that. Was it more model calls? Did you have yes. mutual friends? Like exactly. How did it more model calls. So, um, I had a friend in Houston, uh, Patricia, she's from Corpus, but mm -hmm. lives in Houston now. So before I even arrived, she sent out, you know, on Facebook, Hey, my friend is moving to Corpus. Be good to her. And she's an amazing photographer and blah, blah, blah. So a few people already, already knew I was coming. Uh, someone like Sherry Combs, she makes fantastic, fantastical garments for, Ooh. yeah, she makes 
amazing pieces here yes she's okay. on corpus yeah wow. she lives in um aransas pass so um she knew about me and she also said hey this amazing artist is coming to town people you know reach out to her so when i came i said putting a model calls and a couple of ladies one is julie she now lives in dallas and the other one is jamie so they came and i had sessions with them and posted those and of course people noticed and my very first client who is a lady called jody jody mm -hmm. wilson okay. she was my very first paid client wow. in corporate so i will always have a special place for uh, her in my heart i know because huge. i mean you don't know me you just saw my work and then she calls or rather she sends a message what do you charge and we had a video conference to just go over the of process course. and then we had a shoot and she has been a repeat client after that twice wow yes yeah i mean i will carry jody wherever i go in my heart <laughs> trust me <laughs> it is it's so important yeah, it's yes. like when businesses make their first dollar yeah exactly uh, exactly that is absolutely huge yeah, yeah so at this point do you have a, a camera like do you know like okay this is my camera this is the kind that i like to use yeah okay so the first camera I held was a Canon. Yes, I was wondering. The one when you were yes. a sister. Okay. So because it was a Canon, I just went with a Canon. And yeah. then for my 35th birthday, my husband surprised me with a 7D. Mm -hmm. 7D Canon. And woo, yeah. I almost went crazy. Yeah, they, I think they've made films on that. Like actual films. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Definitely. So that I started with the Canon. I tried to play around with the Nikon. Mm -hmm. But it's like it's, it's like you're used to something. Yes. Yeah. So I couldn't. But the Canon. Yeah. Right. That's, that's my camera. Yeah. So then that's what you've been using ever yes, since. Yes. Yes. So then, what made you decide to turn it into this really amazing experience for women to be, you know, to allow themselves to have? Because yeah. it just seems like the most. Yeah. Like women need this. Yes. So remember, I told you with my songwriting i wanted to touch people i wanted to heal people and i'm an empath i believe it well especially how you said you felt connections yes. and pulls and that kind yes of thing. i'm such an empath it's ridiculous so um i went through like a lot of us go through the period of low self-esteem hating yourself because you didn't look like most of the girls you saw, you didn't think you were pretty enough. And because I was an artist, I felt I was dumb because in my country, I wasn't good in science oh and math. God, that kills me. So oh, there was all of that. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not tall enough. I'm not slim enough. And I'm not intelligent enough. And the only thing that I'm good at is considered crap. So whew, <laughs> I just felt like, okay, am I a waste of space? Why was uh, I, I would ask questions like that. So why was I created? Because obviously I'm, I'm not good for anything. So I went through that and no, and know, that is very real. I, yes. I laugh because I'm like, we've all been there yes. and you know, it's ridiculous, right? But man, is it real when you're in it <sighs> and you're with your thoughts? Yes. So it's different. Someone says something to you and then you don't see them again, but you're saying it to yourself. You're, I'm dumb. I'm stupid. I'm ugly. I'm nothing. I'm blah. So I said that to myself over and over again. And then I started the process of loving myself. And how did you do that? I love hearing about hmm. this. So I'm a Christian and my faith reminds me that you are precious. God sees you as the greatest of his creation. So if God thinks you're the greatest of his creation, why would you think mm -hmm. you are nothing? That is, I mean, imagine, I imagine my son coming to tell me I'm nothing. I would be so upset. Absolutely. So I've heard someone say, imagine God is listening to you saying that about yourself. Mm -hmm. It hurts him. So I decided, you know what? I'm going to believe what God says about me and not what I think about me. Mm -hmm. Now, it's not going to be easy. I'm still dealing with some of the stuff till today. Oh, aren't and we I'm all? 42 years old. Yeah. It, uh, it never really goes away. No! <laughs> you keep thinking like this. Come on. No, the it never, on. never really goes away. It's, it's a, a battle. Day by day. Yes, you, you have to fight that every day. So I decided I didn't want anyone to feel what I was. I didn't want anyone to hurt the way I was hurting. So if there's a song I can write to empower someone or make someone feel they are 
amazing, then I'm going to do that. And that came into photography as well. Because I never felt I was beautiful, I wanted to let everyone know you don't have to look like Marilyn Monroe. Mm -hmm. You do not have to look like Diana Ross. You're you. And there is something really, really special about you. Oh, and God, yes. I remember when it really hit home for me. I was still back in Nigeria. Um, my friend, my sister's friend, I just liked her for some reason. She came by the house one day to just pick up my sister and I met her. And for some reason, I just fell in love with her. Mm -hmm. So one day my sister tells me, oh, tomorrow is uh, Tega's birthday. I'm like, okay, tell her to come. Tell her to come. I'm going to give her a free photo shoot. So she tells her and okay, because she didn't want to offend me. She says, okay, she's <laughs> going to come. She's going to come for the photo shoot. And, um, so what does she need to bring? So I told her what to bring. And of course my sister's going to do your makeup and she's your friend. So you're going to be comfortable. Of course, of course. So she comes and she gets her makeup done and she kept telling me, so I'm not fine. I'm not pretty. I'm not pretty. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? I said, Tega, as far as I'm concerned, you are beautiful. And so shut up. And she would, she would <laughs> laugh. So shut up. And we're going to do this. And she would laugh. And she, my sister, her makeup was amazing. And we went through the, we had the session. We put music and I told her, okay, you know what? I want you to dance and I want you to dance. Like you feel you're the most beautiful person in the world. And she danced away and I was sh taking shots. And I remember when I posted the pictures on Facebook, oh my God, the comments were amazing. And she told me, Swat, I never liked taking pictures, not for myself, not with my phone, nothing. But after that session with you, I can't get enough of taking pictures of myself. And I wow. saw it. She was always taking selfies, always <laughs> taking selfies, always taking selfies. You were the catalyst. And just, um... Last year, I think, uh, uh, memory, you know mm -hmm. how Facebook does that. So memory came of then and I want to see these pictures. I will show <laughs> you, I will find them and I'll show you. And she was like, Swat, you don't know what you did for me that day. From that day, something sparked within me. Yes. And that was, that's when I knew, yes. This is what I'm supposed to be doing with my photography. What an incredible feeling. So, and that in someone. Exactly. Who, who, right before your very eyes. Went right. Went from like naysaying exactly. to transforming. Exactly. And women get, I know some men go through that. They, they don't have the bodies they had when they were 18. And mm -hmm. you know, a lot of, but it's really a lot of times is we women. I don't know why. Because most times we become moms and it's always, sure. kid, it's always a kid, it's always a kid, it's always a kid. Oh no, the kids, the kids. Then you lose mm -hmm. that amazing figure you had and then you're always tired and you just think, I'm not this desirable being anymore. Yeah. And with my photography, I want every woman who comes to me and says, I want a session. That's why I ask, how do you want to be photographed? I love that because... Yes, there are some women who would love to see themselves as a celestial being. Yes. Like, tell me about this. Exactly. How did you come to, because I saw that and I'm like, oh my God, I want all of them. <laughs> I do. So how did you come up with the, the, those options? On my know? website? Yes. Okay, so that came. SwatKasham.com. Yes, SwatKasham.com. It came organically, I guess, from noticing that um, one woman wanted to look like a glam goddess like Zoreda, mm -hmm. and another wanted to look ethereal she wanted the flowers in her hair so i just noticed that okay there are different looks yes don't make every woman i started off trying to make everyone a glam goddess because mm -hmm. i thought that was what everyone wanted to be yeah but then i discovered that everyone wants to be glam in a certain way Absolutely. so you have the woman who wants to be casual chic so she could be in her t-shirt and jeans, but her hair is done. Her mm -hmm. face beats to perfection. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. So I just discovered, okay, so there, there are different uh, elements to this makeover thing. So it's not just mm -hmm. one look, mm -hmm. you know, and. And that to me makes your, what you offer very unique too. Thank you I mean, so you're much. you're willing to go there. Yes. You know, and, um. 
it's it's not everybody's cup of tea, mm -hmm. but it is for this client. Exactly, so, exactly. So That's why I tell people I'm not called to be everyone's client, but for the woman who whose client I'm called to be, we're going to have a great connection connection and a great time and I'm going to provide what she needs, you know. And I tell people once we've signed or whatever, mm -hmm. you've booked the session with your session fee, you have me till I give you your images, which means, I mean, I have, oh, Swat, I just saw this. Uh, could we change the look? So I tell people it's like I'm on call, yeah. like a doctor. Because, oh, God. Yes. Are you serious? Yes, that's how it is. Sometimes I wake up in the morning and then a, a client has sent Okay, this is the idea I have. This is what I want. I also create a mood board. Okay, tell me about this. Okay. Yeah, I want to know your process. Okay, so so so, so I sign up with you, mm -hmm. and I'm telling you I want a specific okay look. right yeah okay so you sign up with me and then you say I want um, punk rock mm -hmm. I want to be a punk rock glam chic look and I say okay what do I know about punk rock glam. And or what do I know about the rocker chick? So I go on online and Pinterest. Oh, Pinterest mm -hmm. is heaven for me. Mm -hmm. So I go and look at um, all the looks and I've met you. Yes. I know what you look like. So I already, I also will connect your look with what I'm seeing. Then I, I create a collage. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I create that collage, the mood board. So it will include wardrobe, hair, makeup. So it's going to include all of that different types of makeup, different types of hair. And then I email it to the client. I say, okay, tell me which look you are leaning towards. Mm -hmm. And the client says, okay, I like this look. I like this look. Or, or I like this makeup. Or I like this hair. I say, okay. Then I forward those to the makeup artist and the hairstylist okay. with a, um, a photo I've taken of you without makeup because mm -hmm. I need the fresh face, yes, the canvas, the yes. blank canvas so that the makeup artist can see the shape of your eyes. And so I tell her, okay, what do you think of this makeup for this client? This is what she looks like. And this is the makeup, the client will tell me, okay, yeah, it'll work for her or oh, no, let, mm -hmm. we'll change it a certain way because her eyes are this way or blah, blah, blah. Then the hairstylist right. will tell me, okay, her hair is too long for this. Her hair is too short for this. Um, let's find something else. So I will do that. Go back to the client again. Okay, this is what the hairstylist said. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's the process. This is what the hairstylist said. This is what the makeup artist said. Oh, okay, they're, they're fine with that. Good. Now, wardrobe. Yes, how does yeah. this part work? The client, most of the time, will look for their own wardrobe. Yes. Especially when it's something really, really defined, like the rocker chick. Mm -hmm. So she will look for outfits, and then a lot of times it's her in the store taking pictures in the clothes and sending to me back and forth. No. Wow. Yes. You are incredibly involved. Ev seriously involved. I'm in your life. <laughs> <laughs> I am really in your life. So yes, no, mm, that color doesn't go with your, Oh no, I don't like that cut. It doesn't and you look good are, on me. I mean, honest. I yes, mean, definitely. Which is so beneficial. I mean, you know, there's no, there's, we don't want to waste anyone's time. Uh, uh, no, no, yeah, no, 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 Exactly. And I want you to be happy with, I mean, I, I, I believe there are people who, okay, well, you've paid me. Who cares? No, I'm the kind of person. If you're not happy with it, the money is going to burn a hole in my hands. Mm -hmm. That's the kind of person I am. So I want you to be happy. Everyone is happy. You love the process. You love the final thing. So we all agree and we've set a date. Then I will ask the client, do you have any dietary restrictions? So I don't offer you uh, something and then your face blows up. <laughs> <laughs> so I ask all that. Do you drink wine? Mm. No. Okay. Then what would you like to drink? So I try to provide munchies because it is a workout. I believe my you. sessions are workouts. Trust me. So we'll have that day of the session. You come, I rearrange, like I push this uh, couch all the way back, the roll up the rug set up it turns into a studio lighting. i'm just like yeah and hearing you talk about this i'm getting excited like, <laughs> it just sounds like such an amazing it's a experience. it's a lot of fun and because i don't i wish i had more natural light coming in so because i don't i set up this light so that allows for good video mm -hmm. and then for my lens to see 
the client because if the light isn't enough you can hear my lens struggling to focus or i am also struggling to focus when i'm using manual focus because i can't really see you through the viewfinder right. so that's why i have this light and do you tend to use manual focus sometimes okay. but i avoid it because for some reason me looking in the thing i'm not seeing too good mm -hmm. i think i need glasses <laughs> I've refused to accept that I no, need glasses. I, I think that's amazing. But <laughs> I, I now accept because now I'm looking at the TV, I'm trying to do something and I'm squinting. I'm like, oh my God, it's yep. for real. Yes, it is. It's that's for the real. sign. But no, I'm not going to make you face it. Oh my God. I'm like, okay, it's getting clear as I'm squinting. No, <laughs> it is upon me. <laughs> I need glasses. That's hilarious. So um, then during the shoot, and of course, I asked the client, what type of music do you like? If they say anything, then I... I choose but then if they say a specific genre then I look for music and that's playing throughout you know we're doing the hair and makeup and we're shooting video for behind the scenes oh yes okay I saw yes. some of that yes how, how did you pick your team okay so when I came to Corpus I sent out um, casting well not casting call but I sent out a call for creatives I'm looking for makeup artists I'm looking for hairstylists and it took a while for someone to respond then finally um, Ali, I love her, my makeup <laughs> artist, she responded and we had a test shoot with her. And then um, Shay, a hairstylist, responded as well. So we, I had the test shoot with them and then they became um, my people. Shay uh, got pregnant and couldn't work for a while. She, just, she wasn't able to just function. Yeah, so I had to find someone else. And I would do different calls. I would try people out. And um, it's important to me that we connect. Just like yes. I connect with the clients, I, I have wondering. to connect what are you with you. For? Yeah. Um, I'm looking for, as silly as this will sound, humble people. Not at all. And it's not humble that you're a doormat or you feel you're shrinking violet is the humility to be open to suggestions because i'm that way mm -hmm. i'm the one creating the session but i don't force ideas on anyone mm -hmm. i ask you what do you think what do you think work with let me work with you help me to serve you because actually i'm serving i'm yes. here to serve yes so if you're here to serve you don't force your ideas on anyone even when I think I would really, really prefer I shoot you this way, I need to make you happy. So it's what you want. So but I feel like if you were feeling so strongly about yeah. something, then you should just. I try. Like, we should just Some, let you. Sometimes <laughs> I try. I try to tell the person, trust me. Mm -hmm. There are times when I've said, trust me, just mm -hmm. trust me. The person's like, okay, okay, mm -hmm. I'll let it go, you know. So, yeah. um, Ali, my makeup artist, she is. She's so good at what she does. It's like she's doing it with her eyes closed. Wow. And then she's she's that she's sweet, she's humble, and um, she's respectful of you and the client. So she's not chattering away and you know, in your space. She's just there to do her job. Yes. The only time she's talking to the client is when she's telling them, Okay, I'm going to use this on you. This is what like a doctor. I'm going to use <laughs> this. This is what it does, it covers this up, it blah blah blah. There, or she, and she's, she, even before she starts, she asked, have you gotten professional makeup done before? Mm -hmm. How much have you got done? Wow, I listened to her. Wow. So she says, how much have you got done? Have you used false lashes before? Do you react to uh, glue? And she's asking all important all, stuff. Yes. Very so important. she's talking them through it, you know? So Ali, I tell people, I can tell Ali, okay, do this for the client and I can go take a nap and I don't have to worry about it. But still, when I'm busy, she'll call me. Swat, come, what do you think of this? Do you like what I'm doing? So we are like that. Yes. Back and forth. No, I mean, it just yeah. sounds like you found good Yes, people. she's amazing. So I found another amazing hairstylist, Annalisa, but she too got pregnant. Moved. <laughs> she now lives in Austin. Oh, so wow. now I work with a lady called Diala. Mm -hmm. She's originally from Lebanon oh, wow. and she's amazing. Diala is also one of the, she's humble. Mm -hmm. She's very humble. She's so do you like it? Do you like it? You really like it? Tell me, do you want me to change anything? So she's like that. Yes. And Diala and Ali on time. They're here before my session start at 10 AM. They're here. If they're late, they'll be here five minutes to ten. 
if they're late. <laughs> so, and I'm like that as well. I'm a timekeeper. I'm yes. always on time. Then I found people who are like me. Yes. And Diala is also like that. One Before the client comes, we're chattering away. Once the client comes, she goes quiet. <laughs> we're here to do a job. Yes, she's quiet. I'm even trying to poke her sometimes and smile, smile. Why is your face so serious? And she'll give me a little... She, She'll give me a little wink and then she'll go back to doing the hair. Diana, she'll smile and then goes back. <laughs> so I, I found my people, but I'm still looking for more people just because things happen. For instance, Diana has traveled to Lebanon for her brother's wedding, so she's not available for the next two months. Oh my so, goodness. So, yes. So I found another lady. Wow. Someone recommended her to me and she was moving. She She's from Corpus. She moved to San Antonio and then she came back. Wow. So I had a test shoot with her and she's one of those people. I connected with her as well. I love it. So we're going I to be working. I love that you're basing yes. it off connection. Yes. It's That's important. It, it's it important. Really, really if the is. energy is off, it translates into the session. I'm telling you. Yeah. That sometimes I wish I wasn't that much of an empath because if the energy in the room isn't good, it translates into my pictures. Mm-hmm without a doubt yes so it's very important that everything is good everyone is happy everyone is connecting with each other so yeah yeah and when you're this involved yes. in the whole process of course you yes. know like i mean you want you want to be feeling as good and everything flowing yes. as well as it can because you are involved in every exactly. aspect exactly oh my gosh okay so you're you're here uh -huh. music's going mm -hmm. they're getting ready mm -hmm. then what okay so music is getting ready and i'm I'm in my head just trying to remember okay use this i paint my own backdrops so i say wow so you are painting <laughs> we, exactly <laughs> I, yeah well i went back to painting yes i paint my own backdrops that's an i it's cathartic for me i enjoy it i could paint a backdrop every day i'm Is not every kidding backdrop different or yes just about? yes different like i have four Purples, purple is my favorite color, but they're color. different shades. Mm -hmm. I have blacks, I have greens. Like I said, I could paint a backdrop every day. I intend to have a <laughs> wow. hundred someday of all types of colors. Yes. And I would like to add some Oliphant backdrops. Sarah Oliphant is an amazing backdrop maker in New York. She's okay. made backdrops for every renowned photographer they always buy their backdrops from her she her family they're all it's a family business i've never even heard of it oh my goodness you should check on instagram yes. elephant backdrops they are amazing so i'm learning from her mm -hmm. but i think it's cool that you hand paint yes that is just an I extra personal touch yes wow so when we've decided on wardrobe and i know exactly what the client is wearing before the day comes I'm already thinking, should I use the black backdrop? Should I use the brownish one? Should I use the multicolored one? So I'm already thinking. So mm -hmm. if I'm going to use two or three backdrops, so they're out here with me and I'm just, I'm looking at my camera and I'm making sure everything is working while the hair makeup, because you know equipment at the last minute they can mess you up mm -hmm. it was working fine yesterday now you're about to start this so right then I'm then i'm so glad you know oh my god that's always in the back of your mind yes right? so right then then i'm trying okay my lights are working it's flashing good i walk around again okay everything is said okay remind yourself first look this outfit this backdrop second look this look okay this outfit. so you're Third. doing multiple backdrops and yes. multiple outfits yes oh. it all depends on what the client got it, wants got it, got it. if they want five outfit changes we will do five wow yes that is why after a session i don't do anything that day mm -hmm. nothing i how just how long is the session like six hours um the longest has been four hours That's yes from time. start to finish yeah. four hours I've had the client tell me, oh my God, I do Zumba, but this is, she's like, whoo, you should have told me I was going to work out. I, I said, yes, you see all these poses. You think I think the person, no, 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 no. I'm telling you, push chin forward, shoulder this waist here, hand here. And they feel awkward, but I'm telling them it's, and it does feel awkward, mm -hmm. but you don't see what I'm seeing mm -hmm. when I put you in that awkward position. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, then they look at their pictures. Real well. And they're like, oh, and I love it when a client, first of all, when I should put up the mirror and she sees her hair and makeup just to say, 
okay, I want something changed. I like when they go, oh my God, is this me? And then when they see the images as well, and I love it when they're just staring. Like Zoreda's video. Yes, I couldn't stop. Her like, express her reaction. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I followed Ooh. you. I followed you that day. Wow. Yes, because I'm like, who, who took these? Like, I just couldn't. Uh, incredible. Wow. Yeah. And it's it's always bittersweet when I'm handing over the images because it's really over. Yeah. It's like fly, my beauty, <laughs> fly. And but I mean, yeah. you have taken images that are gonna last forever exactly i mean forever and yes. then now with the d digital world right I mean, they're just gonna go on and exactly. on exactly looked at all over the yes. world i mean it's insane like, it the, is the immortality exactly it, it uh invokes in, yeah. in this process mm -hmm. and so how do you know what looks good i think that's my biggest thing because like i said i went on vacation just a simple little digital yeah. camera and i took some pictures i'm like these suck like i, I gave up <laughs> i gave up and uh, I'm just how, I I know there's things you just can't teach. Oh my goodness! How yeah, I mean, do how, you know? how do you? It just comes naturally. I, it just blows my mind. Like, in fact, how do you know? Did you model? Like, Never. how do you tell people? Okay. How to do it? So I tell people, it comes naturally to me. Maybe it's the performing thing as a child, mm -hmm. but it comes naturally for me to know how to sit how to engage with the camera. But then when I discovered my uh, mentor, Sue Bryce, Sue Bryce is excellent at teaching the business of photography and posing. So I learned even more Man, about posing. posing with her. She's amazing. And I discovered, because my younger sisters are like me, mm -hmm. they're naturals with posing and modeling. So when I was working with I my sister- it's like y'all are just super comfortable in your body. I, I, that's how I think about it. I I'm think like, so. Y'all just know how your body moves. I think so. You're just aware of it. Yes. Because I would tell my sisters, do place your hand and they would place it beautifully. Then I discovered that I thought, you know how you think this happens with everyone. Then I discovered that I would tell a woman, put your hand on your shoulder and she would yeah, do this. That was probably me. Or the claw. <laughs> You know, and I realized, oh, not everyone has those soft, mm -hmm. like very graceful. Subrice calls them ballet hands or dancer hands. Yeah, and you're literally doing. I'm it doing it, right yes. Now, and I'm just like... So sometimes I just tell a client, okay, sit down. I'm just taking my test shots with the light, which is true. Mm -hmm. When we're about to start, I want to make sure the way the light is falling on her is giving me the look that I like. So I tell her, just sit. You're not posing. I'm just trying to test my light. And that's when she will sit comfortably. There's this natural thing that's coming. And I don't let her know I've taken that first shot because she's giving me that comfortable pose. Like I said, some women just do it naturally. I tell them, okay, could you place your hand? And she places the hand and it's falling gracefully. Mm -hmm. Okay, could you lift the shoulder? And it's everything is graceful. Meanwhile, there's another one. I see lift your shoulder and she looks like someone is torturing her. <laughs> So usually then I would drop my camera and I say, I will, I need to touch you. Mm -hmm. So that's when I will use my hands to actually move the face, move. I will actually put my hands on their face, yes. move it this way, move the leg this way, place the hands. And then I move back to the camera. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes some people is just because they are nervous. Yes. By the second dress or look, they started re relaxing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I have to admit, what, what to you is the most challenging part of this? Because I know you mm. love it all. But what most has to be the challenging, most... most challenging, yeah. most challenging. I would say... I would say getting the client to pose the way I want them to. I, yeah, I'm yes. thinking, I'm like, how do you do that? Yes, that is... Because I just know me, with it, as soon as you put a yeah. camera in front of me, I tense up a little bit. Yes. I, it's just a thing. It, it happens with almost everyone. Okay. Almost everyone, trust me. Only a few people are really comfortable in front of the camera and no, they're just relaxed, mm -hmm. but almost 98% of the clients tense up. Then they go to another place when they've, the music is now getting into their body and exactly. they're feeling themselves. And sometimes now I don't like to show clients the behind the camera, of course, because 
I wouldn't want to see it either. Exactly. 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 I want to show you the finished product. <laughs> but sometimes when I see a client is struggling, she's, are you sure it's good? I'll go show. Okay. Look at yourself. Like, oh, yeah. Wow. Is that me? And then all of a sudden there's this light. Okay. I'm doing, I'm doing good. I'm doing yes. good. And then it helps them relax some more. So I would say that would be the most difficult. And then the most anxiety ridden time for me is when the client comes to see the images mm -hmm. because now I may love the images so much, but sometimes for whatever reason they have a hang up, they look at the images and they don't like them. Mm -hmm. And I've had someone say to me, it's not that the images aren't beautiful. You've done an amazing job as usual. It's me. Yeah. I just can't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, get over yeah, this. Yeah, that's not you at all. That's and I'm then. sorry, I'm not going to make you look a size six. Mm -hmm. That would be very, very unprofessional. Yes. You know, my job is to make you look beautiful as you are. Uh, and I honestly, people will see it. I will show maybe a friend and they'll be like, these are amazing images. But the client, because of whatever they're dealing with, can't get past they can't see the beauty and exactly I can't do anything for right. such a person. Yeah. I can't, that's so, exactly right. Yeah. And I love that you're not taking yeah. that personally. Yeah. Cause I feel like it could be easy to do that. Oh, I have because taken it personally. I'm putting so much. I have taken it personally. It. Yeah. I have taken it personally in the past. Not that I was upset with the person for not of course. ending the deal. I felt I did something wrong. Mm -hmm. I felt I had let the client down. I felt, I, to I told you that old thing of you're not good enough. You're not good enough. So I of went course. back there. Okay. I didn't do a good job. Maybe I'm not really a good photographer. People have been lying to me. All of those, you know, from just that one. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. You just derail you. I've Derailed. And, and when I feel like that, it's not something that, huh? Oh, well. And then the next day, no, I, it, wish I, could I can't. <laughs> oh my God. I carry it on for weeks and weeks. And I'm, it's, it cripples me. I'm now unable to produce because I'm still hearing that client that wasn't happy with how she looked. And I feel like I failed her. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but I love that you are saying I'm making you look beautiful as you are, as you are, because images, and I know, you know, as a photographer, yeah. professional, yeah. that so many images are doctored. And what yes. We see in the mass oh, media. yes. Oh, and, yes. Um, it's just it blows my mind because yeah. now I used to be ignorant to that fact. Yeah, and now it's oh, I mean, on Instagram, yes, whatever. and uh, yeah. So to see that, no, that I'm literally representing you as you are because nothing yeah. needs to change. No, I mean at most I would I would want to make you look as flattering as possible. So if the pooch is hanging out a bit, I'm going to tuck it in just a bit, but I'm not going to make you look like you have a six pack. Exactly. No. Yes. And the arm is a bit too big and I know you're not going to like it. I'm going to slim it down a bit, but not crazy. No, done right. You're going to look at it and still know, okay, that's my big arm, Yeah. but it's just, it just looks done right. nicer now. Yes. Yeah. That's it. That's the most I will do. Of course I make your skin look amazing. And especially if your eyes are the most amazing thing on your face. Oh, I'm going to go to town on those <laughs> eyes. I'm going to make them pop some more, you know, just because the eyes are the window of the soul mm -hmm. and they teach us in photography. If you take a shot and the eyes are out of focus, you've lost the picture. Yeah. Everything else can be fuzzy, but the eyes need to be sharp. So I love yeah. that. It's so true. Yes. You're right. It would almost just feel wrong. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the the eyes need, wrong. because that's the first thing someone's going to look at when they go to the picture, they're going to look at your eyes. Yes. So, yeah. And so I watched that video that you made for YouTube yeah. where you said, you know, I'm not curing cancer. Yes. Like what I'm doing isn't going to save any woman's mm -hmm, life mm -hmm. kind of thing. But what you're doing is so important. And yes. I think in a way it is really enhancing people's lives. True. Um, because how people view themselves. Yes. And it, not everybody wants to admit it. Mm -hmm. I mean, but we're, you know, we want to look good. Of, of course. course. I mean, of especially course. in photographs. Yes. We're such a, an, a visual time yes. right now. And the fact that you can show someone how how beautiful they look in a picture and for their whole demeanor to change, oh, yes. like with your sister's friend. Yes. I mean, that's powerful. It is. It really is. I mean, I, I never get tired. I never get tired of each new client. It's not, I'm not getting used to it. Okay. 
yeah okay so i take these pictures and yeah they're nice okay yeah and people love it okay beautiful and she's happy no every new client i meet i feel like that's the first client ever i want to make her happy i want her to look amazing and i've told clients how many of us from when we were little girls looked at that magazine looked at that model on the cover or that actress and you were Mm, I wish I could have someone do my own hair and makeup mm -hmm. and wear that fancy dress and be on the cover of a magazine. That's what I want to do for you. I want you to be the model on the cover of a magazine for a day. Yeah. And I want you to it. have art to put on your wall. You go out there, you buy this art of some person you don't know. It's beautiful, but you know what? Hang art on your wall that is you. And it just feels good sometimes just walk past that picture. Oh, Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hot. Have you ever done it for yourself? Oh, Can yes. You? Okay. Yes. <laughs> Back in Nigeria, I remember my sister told me once, you take pictures of everyone. You need to have something for yourself. I said, okay, you know what? For my 36th birthday. Yeah, let's do that. So she comes, she does my makeup, and I guide her. So I just tell her, okay, uh, I put the settings for her. Oh, so, nice. Yes, yeah, so I do the settings for her, and then I guide her. I'm posing myself, of course. Yeah. So I pose myself and she takes a shot. And every shot she takes, I tell her, show me. So when she shows me the back of the camera, I'll tell her, okay, uh, tilt the camera, the lens this way, or do this or that. So what working with me and she has watched me take pictures of people she picked up on how I want pictures taken. So my sister has done that for me. And me, who takes the pictures of people, I would stare at those pictures I'm like, Dang, look at those I lips. I have those lips. Mm -mm -mm. <laughs> well, well, well. I didn't know my lips were this luscious, you know? And so I know exactly. So I'm not, uh, I'm not the doctor who hasn't taken the medicine. I've mm -hmm. taken it. And I know the feeling to just stare at yourself and say, dang. It is such a good this feeling. This is me. Yes. Wow. So I know what it feels like. And I tell people, I wish every woman could experience this, even if it's just once. Exactly. You have the, you have women who do this every year. Mm -hmm. I haven't met them yet, but they're there. <laughs> there are women who do this Fine every year. Swat. <laughs> <laughs> there are women who do this every year. They do a session for themselves or this year they'll say, okay, I'm doing it with my kids. This year, and I saw just that you with... do that. The mom yes, I love that. yes, because oh my goodness, your children are going to look at these pictures one day and they will be so amazed. I remember when I was about seven, we were doing this major spring cleaning cleaning in the house. We had scrub. They well, the adults had scrubbed. I was busy running around in the soap suds and. You know, <laughs> pretending I was in a skating rink and all of that. Then there's this photographer my parents knew. So he just stopped by to say hello to the family. And he, he goes around with his camera. So we had just finished cleaning and he was leaving. He says, you know what? He tells my mom, just sit, sit. Let me take a shot of you guys. It looks like you guys had a fun day. Let's finish it up with pictures. So I remember that day. And like I told you, I was always the performer. So I was always... <laughs> ready i was camera ready all the time so he sits me it's my mom me my younger sister and there was a thing was my younger brother i can't remember and i was there just misbehaving on the camera but giving the widest smile and i was making my mom laugh so hard and he got those pictures i see it in my head unfortunately we don't have those pictures again oh no i don't know what happened i think there was a flood or something mm -hmm. and then there was um so we've had some religious um clashes um in my country especially where i'm from mm -hmm. and um muslims and christians and unfortunately one of those clashes a group of muslim guys um came to his studio and macheted him to death oh and burnt God. his studio down so we're never able to get those pictures so i think of that day because yes. i can still see the picture in my eyes yes. in my mind i can see my face how i was smiling how my mom was laughing yeah well, and I we're never that he recognized it yes exactly exactly and we will never get that back and that's why i tell people just even if it's once in your life save up that money and come and have this done with your kids for yourself and 
you can these are pictures your kids can hand over to your kids and their kids and their kids and their kids yes yes it's 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 a legacy no, it will last i mean yeah it's a legacy so i just feel everyone just try just try and have this even if it's just once in your life try and get this type of session done it just does something to you it it I mean, lifts the your spirit in the yeah, yeah i mean what yeah. You've, you've told me the accounts of yeah. people who i mean their outlook has just changed exactly. so much exactly from avoiding the camera at all costs yes. to like getting their angles right right it's incredible right that's something so simple it really doesn't require like the earth moving it can really just be true a day with you true but i think you're so special in the sense that you care about it that much i do i really do i mean that that alone to me is priceless like yes. what you offer so i mean what advice would you give to someone wanting to start off in this kind of industry okay so i would say that photography and i learned this the hard way the if you want to not as a hobbyist you want it to be your career learn the business side of photography just as much as honing your talent if you have the raw talent it's really going to be easy and I, I mean that it's really going to be easy to pick up on what you need to do but the business side like most creatives we hate to talk about money mm -hmm. we hate the business side of it we really would rather not have to deal with that but it's something you have to do so learn the business of photography like crazy of course know your tools learn lighting mm -hmm. lighting is everything natural light artificial light learn all of that but number one learn the business of photography i love that you yeah. just said that yeah because yeah. you like you said i think a lot of people like to kind of gloss over yes like, i'll deal with that later yes. but uh <laughs> yeah yeah in order to do this professionally yes you need to know yes so, well, Swat, I want to thank you thank so you much so for much. talking to me. Thank this you so much for having me. Tremendous. When are I you coming for yours? Doing. I'm already seriously <laughs> planning it. No, I have money left over for my vacation. Because I've been staring like, oh. at your eyes. I've been staring at your eyes. I'm sorry. That's the photographer of me. I'm in the supermarket and I'm seeing someone. I'm like, oh, my God. I know what makeup I would do on her. Oh, she would look amazing in such a dress. Oh, her hair. Oh. Yeah, I'm, trust me, planning it. So, thank you so thank much. Thank you so much. Thank you.